Grace, mercy, and peace unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus tells his disciples a second parable following the parable that he explained last week. And this parable is known as the parable of the weeds. And once again, Jesus explains this parable. He explains how the sower is the man who sows good field in, uh, in his field, that that person is the son of man. The world itself is the field. The good seed ends up being the church. The weeds are those who, believe in the, uh, who do not believe in the Son of Man, and they are sown by the devil, and so on and so forth, as we heard in our reading. However, this parable takes us to consider a, a reality that we must live in, that weeds will always be among Christ's church. That is because where Christ has sown his word to save, Satan sows his word to corrupt and kill. Weeds have the power to keep what is good from growing in the weeds. And the, and the hope, excuse me, weeds have the power to keep what is good from growing if the weeds become too overwhelming. But more often than not, what is good is sown very generously. And that means that at the end of the day, even though weeds exist, there will indeed be a harvest. And the word of God is sown generously. In fact, it's sown so generously that oftentimes the word of God falls upon ears that don't want to hear it. And in like manner, that word does not produce fruit. It cannot take root. This is the generous sowing of the Son of Man's field. What he sows is good. The word of God is good, and it does produce an abundance. Fruit will abound. But as with every field, there will be weeds. Weeds that have been sown. Where Christ sows the seed of his word, the devil sows bad seed in an attempt to corrupt the field so that no seed can be planted there again. And if he cannot do that, he will sow enough to cause some of the harvest to choke out and die. And Satan does this in very sly ways. He takes the goodness of God's word and he corrupts it. He takes the love of God and, brought, and twists it into a lie that it broadens it out to such a different meaning than that of agape love. That is to say that the devil makes love to be all about a tolerance and an, exclu and an inclusion instead of compassion and the sharpening of iron against iron. The devil works all the time to take God's word and twist it in such a slight way that we may not even notice. And as a result, the truthfulness of the gospel is corrupted. Nonetheless, weeds are identified by their fruit or the lack thereof. Weeds invade and intrude upon the good seed. They even grow quite quickly and abundantly to infest the field. The weeds try to invade Christ's church as well as rob her of the gospel. Even among congregations, the fruits of unrepentance can be found. And it spreads quickly, stealing Christ of the fruit of repentance. 
But Christ is merciful. He allows the weeds to grow alongside the wheat so that the church is not destroyed. The church has had many weeds grow among her. Many heresies have arisen and scandals and conflicts have occurred. And mercifully, God allows these heresies, scandals, and conflicts to arise and take root and allows his church to address them so that the weeds can indeed be identified. And oftentimes, the weeds are deep-rooted among the weeds that it cannot be surgically removed without damaging the wheat, without damaging the church. So Christ lets it rest until the harvest time. For some, this is scandalous. We take the approach of the servants who went to remove the weeds from among us. But Christ shows wisdom and mercy in permitting the weeds to remain. And not wanting them to harm the harvest, he waits until the harvest comes, and then he separates the weeds from the wheat, when they are all in maturity and, he can and they can easily be identified as such. Imagine that at the first sight of our sin, that Christ were to cast us out of his church. Would that show that he is loving and merciful? Would that show that he is slow in it to anger and abounding in steadfast love and not calling us to repentance? This is not the way we know God. This is not the way that God works. Instead of casting us aside for our sin or sending a thunderbolt to kill us where we stand, he patiently waits and continues to call us to repentance. So too is God toward this world. While there is much to be up in arms about, God patiently waits, calling all people to repentance still through his church. The cross of Christ continues to be the place where we gather to receive the fertilizer ring and nourishment of the forgiveness of sins. From the cross of, of Christ, Christ himself pleads with the Father on behalf of the weeds, saying, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Christ has patiently waited for the world to turn from its ways and to follow him. And the church, in turn, continually prays for the world that the world may repent and believe in Christ. We continue to show the same mercy in helping our neighbor in need. And who knows? Maybe they will gain ears to hear and repent. But it is clear that not everyone will come to faith in Christ. The wheat will be gathered into the barn, and the weeds will be bundled together and thrown into the fire. There will be a day of judgment coming where the righteous will be brought into the kingdom of heaven and the unrighteous that is prepared to the place uh, prepared for the devil and his demons. We ought not be surprised in having weeds among wheat. But the mercy of the Son of Man is for your own good, lest you too be bundled with the weeds and thrown into the fire. God's mercy toward the weeds is the same mercy that we receive. The forgiveness that he has won for you, he has won for them. And he continues to call them to repentance. 
For if he does not have mercy toward them in calling them to repentance, waiting with his patient forbearance, how then can we have the certainty that he mercifully waits for us to repent? It is his mercy and love that we hope for when the harvest comes. Because when the harvest comes, the weeds will be separated from the wheat. And instead of throwing you out with, with the weeds, instead he'll gather you into his barn, which is his kingdom forevermore. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. The peace that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.